0: Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch.
1: Right now, I want to talk about Boon After Dark. If you are a Hamiltonian or even living in the Waikato, you must be aware probably by now if you've been sort of watching a bit of social media and so on, that Boone After Dark is an installation of artwork which has uh, been available for people to experience in this city for a wee while now. It was due to finish at the end of this month, but uh, thankfully there is now an extension to that period and, and you've got uh, until the 14th of November now to experience what Boone After Dark is all about. It's an initi- initiative, I should say, for the uh, Hamilton Arts Trust, which is the team behind uh, the Boone Street Art Festival, which has been beautifying the city of Hamilton with eye-catching artworks for, well, since 2015, I think. And uh, there are three installations which uh, you can experience by just sort of getting up close and personal with it and there are some interactive things that have been associated with that as well to talk more about that and the fact that uh, to give me a bit of background on the extension of the uh the season for this artwork i have uh boon trustee nancy cager who is joining me now hopefully morning nancy thanks for joining me
0: good morning mike good morning everybody out there yes
1: good news that we're going to stage one and level three i guess that means now that you've got more opportunity than ever for uh, for the last few weeks it's been difficult i guess for some people to, to actually experience the artwork i'm included in that because i don't live in hamilton city and getting into the city to actually experience what these installations are about has been a little bit problematic for me so i'm personally delighted to have another couple of weeks to get a ch- a chance to uh, to do that um was it uh, a no-brainer really that the extension had to happen, or was it dependent <laughs> on funding? Or how, how yeah. did it come about?
0: <laughs> Definitely, it was a no-brainer because you know we ha- we had co- uh, several weeks of it being in level two, so people were out there in in good numbers, and then we went into level three, and we had just a trickle of people. Who felt comfortable enough to go, and every time i 've been down there to see i i 'm really super impressed people were in their own bubble and and uh you know not not you know waiting their their turn rather than all rushing in at the same time so so it 's been really really good, and with that in mind, we just thought that there's a chance that we might get a little bit more um, restrictions removed, and it would be so good to be able to give people an extended chance so so i spoke with uh vesica that's the company i've been dealing with in renting all these uh wonderful artworks and uh we agreed that we would extend it for two more weeks so you know i mean initially i thought oh cost wise it might be difficult but they've been so gracious and they've let us have that two extra weeks with no additional cost so so thank you vesica we really appreciate your support and uh, and now people with we're now in step one, which means that you don't have to just go in your bubble. You could include another bubble to go out and enjoy the work. And they are very interactive. So, for example, with full spectrum, as you walk through full spectrum, it, the, there's uh, sound, music playing. And then the lights keep changing. The lights trigger through the colors of the rainbow. So you would have, it goes to a red face, an orange face, and so on, and then it goes through all the seven colors at the same time. So as you walk through, it just gives you that glow on you uh, effect. It's really wonderful. And then with Octopurda, which is that alien-looking octopus, by Amigo and Amigo. Yeah, really stunning. It, um, it's so wonderful because it, it's light up, and then when you play the drums, it it cycles through different news, uh, different beats. So so you get blue lights, red lights, just going up its legs and onto the head of the of the octopus. And this was, um, you know, um, yeah. So so you can. If there's more than one of you, you can play different legs, and then you have the different lights going up the legs. It it is it's just a fun fun thing to to do, and then if you wander down to Victoria to Victoria on the river, right at the bottom of the space area is we have another of the geometric shapes from um, Highbaykozo. So two years ago when we first launched Spoon After Dark, we brought four of Highbaykozos geometric shape to garden place and this one is twice as high and twice as wide and you can go inside as well which makes it that much more special because you know when you when you're in there and you're looking through all the beautiful laser cut um, uh, patterns and looking out to the sky or looking out to the environment it really is wonderful and then at night the lights come on so we've tried to change the the lights uh at yeah, Different times as well. So sometimes it's purple, sometimes it's orange, sometimes it's green. So you want to make more than one visit to enjoy it.
1: Sure. And uh, twilight or early evening is probably the best time for all three of those yeah, installations, isn't it? Right. Mm.
0: That's right. I mean, it's just as beautiful in the daytime because um, octopoda is kind of like a bronzy color, like a goldish color. So even in the daytime, it's really very beautiful. But all these works come to their own when 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 the light when the night uh, comes along. And that's part of the reason because we want to encourage people to be coming out into the evening, enjoying our city more. You know, unfortunately, with, with the level that we're at, a lot of businesses cannot open for uh, sit-down meals, but you can still go and take have a takeaway. So you can still go and enjoy it and then pop into one of the eateries and get a meal from them. So just help to support local as well, um, which is, Part of the idea of
1: community spiritness, yeah yeah uh, being springtime it's it 's a good time to have something that sort of lifts spirits a bit like this too, Nancy, that's I just right. want to can you back up on this a wee bit for me and just tell me how uh, Vesica works because these artworks you said you they are installed through um, Vesica as a company I mean they, they make these artworks available how, how does it operate? Do they move them around the country do, do cities have to rent them What, what happens
0: yeah, Right, because so effectively these works are are created and designed by artists um, all over the world. So, so full spectrum. The one with the rainbow that is designed by Anthony himself. Anthony owns uh, Bessica. so he is the one who has designed that, and his his business has um, done the the prototype and the construction of it. And then um, Habekoso is is collective based in the states, so they are artists electricians engineers you know they they these are people who work with light and sound so it's a case of like science technology engineering maths, and all that meets art and um with amigo and amigo they are based in australia and they do some absolutely amazing work last year we brought uh those shrooms and that was by amigo and amigo so you can see how creative they are the sort of work that they do are so diverse you've got the inflatables shrooms, and then you've got the Octopoda. You would not think that they were the same artist group, but they are. Mm. So, so if I didn't have an intermediary like Vesica, I would then have to go and negotiate with artists around the world to try to bring the work in, which makes it possibly more costly, and, and also a, a much bigger task to do. Uh, whereas Anthony's already got the relationship going with several of these groups, and so... Um, he he can facilitate a, a much easier transition, and uh, and also because his company does the installation and the deinstallation, so I don't have to go and find a whole group of fabricators to put it together as well. So some of the work, for example, Highbicoso's work, he would produce it under license. So the design is done by the artist, but he would produce the work under license and some will be produced in the country of origin and then and then freighted to New Zealand. And by share, by having more than one city able to use it, we effectively are sharing costs. So it becomes cheaper for each city to be able to have these works in the community than if let's say we had to do it ourselves and approach the artists we would have had to pay the full cost Rather than part of the cost, so well, it's a win-win situation all round. It, it's
1: just amazing. It sure is, and uh, I can see two great benefits for this. One for the cities involved, like uh, Hamilton gets to, to look at different artwork every time you do this, uh, and it yes. comes from places that we wouldn't normally get exposed to. But Correct. also, also great for the artists concerned to get their work known internationally uh, yes. through the efforts of of companies like uh, like this that can take charge of. Of, you know, like, like Vesica does, uh, of taking charge of making sure that the artwork is installed properly, that it's uh, you know moved around, that people get the chance to see it. It, it really is a win-win and it a is. terrific initiative. Yeah. Y- you must already be thinking about what you're going to do for next year.
0: Oh yeah, you know, next year our plan is uh, to move it slightly forward, where we want to trial it and see whether it works. So we, we will probably do Boon uh, After 2022 around June, July. The reason for that is because next year is the first year that Matariki is an official public holiday. So we thought let's try and see whether we can bring it forward during that time and see whether we can get some local collaboration um, to do what whatever we can to celebrate the event. And if it And if it doesn't work, then we will move it back towards this this time of the year again, but we thought yeah, let's give it a go and see what happens so yeah. ideas in mind as to what we want to do, um, still talking about it and still trying to get a budget together as to, and then obviously with all these things it, we need to find money so it's a case of you know looking for uh, sponsors and funders, so hey if, if there's any business out there who love what we do and want to support us Please knock on my door. I love to talk to you. <laughs> I can talk out all day long, and I will be so happy for your support.
1: Thanks, Nancy. Are you able to give a, an indication of what, what sort of budget you have to work to to get these things done? Well,
0: uh, well, for this year, my budget was about ninety thousand dollars. Yeah. So uh, because because we're doing more, you know, we started very small, and then it became bigger and bigger. And, and, um, yeah, so I probably would be looking around the same kind of 90 to 100,000 budget for next year as well. Um, so yeah, you know, anyone who wants to support us in whatever shape or form, we would be more than happy to do so. And, and, and the other thing is that I want, um, I want to see collaboration with other groups as well, because, you know, I mean, this year we had plans to do some community events, but COVID put paid to that. So we, We've, uh, you know, in, in the past two years, I've always collaborated with the Japanese, the Waikato Japanese Society, and we've held origami workshops at the central library. So we were making shapes that echo the the, the artwork, mm-hmm. uh, so the geometric shapes, and last year we were making shapes of vegetables and so on to, because of the mushroom theme. And so that that we can do, can't do because the library cannot operate uh, at this current level. We did do a colouring competition and we were inundated with uh, entries and parents were writing to us and saying it was such a fun thing for them to be able to do that with their kids. We will be launching another competition for this next two weeks. So we'll watch this space in our, on our social media. We're just working out uh, the judging and the criteria and so on. Um, so, yeah, so if we had, if fingers crossed, in the next two weeks, if we did go down to step three or level two where we can have like 50 people or something like that we might be able to bring a few other things into the community uh, in a space but here we can picnic now so so get a takeaway and picnic with your with your bubble on and another bubble around garden place and enjoy the work i mean that's that's
1: what it's there for. That sounds like great advice, Nancy. Thanks so much for your time this morning. And uh, really great news that this, uh, this installation is going to be available for two more weeks. Uh, looking forward to some finer weather as well so that we can make the yeah, most of these I evenings. <laughs> Bring <laughs> your you
0: Really appreciate,
1: <laughs> appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. My
0: pleasure. Okay. Thank you, Mike. Thank my you. Pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: Nancy Cage there, one of the Boone trustees, talking about the Boone After Dark installations, and as you heard, they're open for another two weeks. For more episodes, use
0: the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.